Hi, this is Vicki. This episode was never an episode I ever, in my wildest imagination, anticipated doing. But as some of our listeners know, I lost my brother, Skip, about a month ago. Skip was not only my brother, he was my confidant, he was my best friend in life, and he was also one of the hosts of this podcast. When my sister-in-law asked if she should include the podcast in his obituary, I said yes, because we've had plenty of comments from people who said they loved the episodes that Skip was in because it always sounded like we were having a great time. And we were having a great time. I'm glad I got to spend that extra time with him while we were recording the podcast. And even more so now, knowing how limited his time turned out to be. So I put together a compilation of clips, just random clips from random episodes in no certain order, just clips of us having fun. And yes, we talk over each other, and yes, we laugh over each other, but we did that in real life, and we always knew what each other was saying. And of course, there were the many times where we went completely off the rails talking about things that had nothing to do with the episode. Just a little bit about Skip. He was an artisan craftsman known worldwide for being one of the handful of whipmakers who still make American bullwhip. He was featured in the Discovery UK series History in the Making, which focused on skilled craftsmen making historically significant items using the original time-honored methods. Skip was a gifted magician, known for his cards and coins sleight of hand. For years, he performed as part of the team Vic and Earl, the Earl being his best friend. For over 30 years, they worked together honing their magic act that evolved and changed over the years. They were best known for their sideshow routines, particularly Crime and Punishment, which they performed with friend and cohort Dave. Skip was also a published author. He had his articles featured in The Magic Menu, a close-up magic periodical for professional restaurant and bar magicians, of which he was also the art director during its early years. He was a contributor to the book Magic and Meaning with Eugene Berger and was a founding member of the Inner Circle of Bizarre Magic. Skip was a man who took pride in all he did. His day job as head custodian spanned over 40 years. Retiring from one city, he went on to work for a school district in a nearby town. He went above and beyond ensuring that his building was a clean and safe environment for his students and staff. He not only took care of the building and grounds, but he was also considered part of the team of educators. Skip shared his knowledge and led by example. He did many workshops on engineering and design of whips, how to start a small business, and design a web page at the high school as well as cards and coins for the students at the middle school. It's clear that Skip led an interesting life, but he should have had much more time to continue doing all the things that he loved. So the following compilation of clips is meant to be more of a celebration of the person Skip was and the fun that we had together doing this podcast. So here's Skip, out of context and in no particular order. Enjoy. This is one of my favorite episodes, so don't ruin it with your science. <laughs> <laughs> you are about to be bummed out. Yeah, well, you, know, you can't have everything in your shop. When was the last time he needed a, you know, an alternator? He works on cars as a hobby. So I need a radiator hose. Who right. the hell has one of those? I Nobody. Need, you know, I need a quantum accelerator. Oh, yeah, there's, there's two on the shelf. Oh, no, I forgot about my daughter again. Yeah, (laughs) she's going to be so mad that I left her at the apocalypse. 
I think the most glaring thing in the episode itself is, is Nathan actually Iron Man? And I think that's a question that needs to be answered. I think that maybe in that timeline, he becomes Iron Man. Just speculation. <laughs> I think he might be Iron Man. And that could be. I guess we should have spent more time in San Francisco in that timeline. And I think he does go by Tony in San Francisco. <laughs> so, just saying. I, I hit oh, the okay. points I needed to. You know, okay. Iron Man, Weird Kevin, and Three Timelines. <laughs> Well, I guess they had to throw Kevin in there, whether he was weird or not, because... We... But why can't they use the same kid? I don't know. He Well, because he was four years older. Really? Yeah. So I... they get the kid that looks nothing, nothing like, like him, him, I know. Yeah, but you can't just grab some kid off the street and say, okay, you be Kevin. <laughs> you be Kevin. Yeah, he is Iron Man. I'm going to have to watch Iron Man one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Tony Stark and Nathan Stark. Iron Man. Very similar. They stayed together from when they made out in the sewer that time. And I guess they stayed together during the alternate timeline. Where they abandoned the rescue and made out. In the yeah. <laughs> They're still We're stuck, but... Close enough. <laughs> we got close enough. You know? Right. Can you hear me? Yeah? Okay, we're good. We're going to be off camera for a little while. Let's call the sheriff. Let's not call the mountain of scientists <laughs> that we have on staff. Let's call Sheriff Carter. There must be people yeah. trained to do that. Why do you call yeah. Carter to pull this guy out of a burning lab? And to have Carter accept that responsibility <laughs> instead of saying, look, I'm the sheriff. You have trained people. To... I have parking tickets to give up. I don't have time for burning labs. Don't you guys have a fire department Right. Here? Send the gun guy in there. He's got an outfit. Yeah, he's Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man could go wherever he wants. Because they realize whatever's happening to him is like a seizure. Yeah, so they want to jumpstart his brain yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. which Allison is against. Just... <laughs> Allison, let him burn! <laughs> yeah, he's doing his job, right. he's making coffee for somebody, that's that's very unefficient of you. You <laughs> so, should have already had the coffee made, anticipating the arrival of Carter. But then we don't know how their state. payroll and bookkeeping departments work <laughs> at GD. There may be a very plausible reason why he's on that pay grade. Right. Because. They should do an episode on just the payroll department. See who gets paid and how. Maybe that could be the movie. The new age on yeah. that, you know, you have to align your chakras and make it out. I wrote that down here. I hate Lex. That's all I wrote. I underlined it and it's done. I mean, if someone came up to me and started singing an equation, say, yeah, let's, let's go look at what you want us to... All right, let's keep you calm. <laughs> and that's what I wrote. I wrote, they figure out was Leo, particle deaccelerator, yada yada, Nathan's dead. Thanks. Yeah, so the synopsis of the episode is Lexi sucks, yada yada, Nathan's dead. It's a quick episode. They rearrange the furniture, yeah. she's doing yoga, she has that the, music. the music blaring first right. thing in the morning. Right. It's yeah. loud, wow. <laughs> it's good for my pregnancy. Oh, jeez, we're going to be one of those. What? Now, number one, <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. Bear with me. Okay. You give somebody a logic diamond. Yes. Okay. So now he's popping up in places. So you're walking through the mall and Nathan pops up. To me? You're in a staff meeting and Nathan pops up. To me? Where That's funny. Would you, where would you ever wear something like that? You're in church and Nathan pops up. What 
kind of a mind thinks this is a good idea? Let me give my future wife a necklace where I could just pop up randomly and scare the crap out of anybody else See, who's now, in the... I'm sure, <laughs> absolutely convinced he was not going to keep that a secret. <laughs> well, in one of the time loops, he didn't tell her. He put it on her neck. He didn't he tell put, her. Yeah, and so he was going to say so that... So a duplicate Nathan could have popped up during the wedding ceremony. <laughs> Funny, though, right? And then she could say, what did you do? And he said, oh, that was great. Isn't that great? But... I would have said different things. It'd be more like, you know, hey, what are you doing? But I was going to make you one. Would put your own. You know, yeah. There'd be like your a own image dragon behind me. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no, that. Uh, That's what I mean. Yeah. What kind of gift is that? Yeah. You're great. walking down the street in a dragon pub. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> Could you imagine, though, the streets, if everybody was wearing these, if they became like uh, trendy and popular, and there's, there's like, there's dancing bears and monkeys with symbols and you know, stuff going on. It's like a big circus walking down the street and all this stuff. Phoenixes ah, flying down. It'd be great. <laughs> And everybody just kind of ignoring them because they're so used to it. I guess. <laughs> Lexi comes in with her... Oh, my God. Comes in <laughs> blasting centaur music. This right. is my music. Yeah, I composed it. it. Yes. Here's a CD for everyone. You know we're in the middle of something. It's not all about you, okay? Do you see other people in the room? See all these people? They're not here for you. She's a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I mentioned. Lex, I hate her. I think you did. Okay. All right. I, well, I just wanted to make sure. I don't sure. know if you actually said it, but I think oh. I got that impression. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, now it's yeah. been said. Hater. Not only do I hate her, I think everyone else should. Everyone else should. Joe is providing Zoe with Vincent's coffee because Carter... Doesn't want her drinking coffee. Yeah, at her age and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How old were we when we started drinking coffee? Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> Grammar school? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember telling my teacher that because you know how your teachers, yeah. some, every once in a while, would ask you what you had for breakfast. Coffee well, so and like, cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have the cigarette. Yeah, I think I was like second or third grade, and I said whatever cereal yeah. and coffee. You know, a cup of coffee. And and she was a little shocked. And I remember telling mom when we yeah. got home that you know the teacher was a little shocked, and she screamed at me. Well, did you tell her it was mostly milk? No. Right. You told me it was coffee. If you're trying to trick your kid into drinking milk <laughs> by diluting yeah. the coffee with mostly milk, tricking being the operative word, yeah. why would I know that? Why would I know to say, well, my mother's tricking me into yeah. drinking coffee? What'd you have for breakfast? Well, my mother, she's been drink, <laughs> tricking me into drinking milk, so she puts a little coffee in it for me. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, get a little excited, so she gives me a couple of Valium. She hides them in the cereal, so I right. don't know I'm taking them. Yeah, but I know. Yeah. Leader at Cafe DM Carter's still eating pigs in a blanket. <laughs> those are so disgusting. I know they are. Ugh. We're supposed to like those, you know, we're Polish. Ew, no, I know. We don't have no, to. No, we're supposed to. You know what? We're Polish, but we were raised Italians. So. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I gotta say, the Italian food is much better. Yes, it definitely. Yeah. Pigs in a blanket and what's kabasi? Yeah, uh, pierogies aren't bad though. I like eh, pierogies. Eh. Yeah, I'll eat them, but I won't. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't I go wouldn't out of my the way. Street to go get right. one. Right. If know. there was a ravioli and a pierogi, I would pick the ravioli. The ravioli. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> a pierogi is just a, a bad ravioli. Well, they're good if you fry them, but then you're eating. You a ever have a fried ravioli? I told you the story about DC in the grocery store. No. Speaking of. <laughs> 
You know, Stop and Shop has this section where there's prepared food, like yeah. chicken yeah, yeah, wings yeah, yeah, yeah. or chicken tenders yeah. or something. Well, there was a package of fried breaded ravioli. Oh. And I don't think he noticed the ravioli part of it. <laughs> fried bread! <laughs> he, th- he thought, like, his world... <laughs> What? <laughs> and I kept trying to tell him it's ravioli. You don't like pasta, but he loves it. Yeah, he loves fried ravioli. Yeah, yes. It was like the heavens opened. <laughs> like, fried bread. Right. What could be better My than that? Right? Fried and bread. <laughs> and then Carter says the same thing to Thorne. Why are we in here? Right. Me and Joe looked at the same right. plants. She's right. going to come through that. So their relationship has really yeah. grown. It's blossoming. Yes, it is. <laughs> Unlike Joe and Zane's. <laughs> and Lexi actually did something good. I'll find out yes. that she's done something. She's done something good. Good for herself. I mean, anybody else probably could have done it too, but she was the one who did it. Oh, so that's high praise. Well, I just for thought Latin. you would appreciate. She did something the that fact literally anybody else. That could Lexi have done. did something good. I remain skeptical. Okay. And, you know, Lexi's looking for Fig Newtons. I don't even know why that's a thing. Yeah, why she's looking for Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons are the most disgusting thing. I happen to enjoy oh Fig, my. Fig Newtons. I don't even know who thought of that. Who said, I'm going to jellify figs and <laughs> wrap them up. In a, in a cake pudding. I happen to enjoy a really? Fig Newton every Ooh. once in a while. Yeah. Yuck. They're good. No, they are not. They help you poop. Okay. <laughs> I'll run right out and get them. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with a fig noodle. No, not a thing for me. If she asked for Oreos, I could. Yeah, Oreos. Or better, Hydrox. I love Hydrox. No. I know, huh? Weird. Yeah. I like the uh, the second rate Oreos. Uh. Oh, I love Hydrox. No. No. Give me a good peanut butter cookie. Burnt at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. They have to be burnt the at the bottom. <laughs> burnt peanut butter cookies yep. is exactly. absolutely fantastic. But not Fig Newtons. So, if the Fig Newton was slightly burnt? No. Uh-huh. No, no, no. <laughs> we got way off the track on that, snack food. That's okay. <laughs> My favorite subject. See what Lexi does to you? <laughs> See what kind of person she is? The DOD can fire the sheriff, right. but only with the mayor's approval. Right. Written approval. Yes. And it just so happens that Lexi got Henry elected, elected mayor. See? Uh-huh. Now, you cannot call that good. Yes, I can. That she did something good. She did. She got the person she wanted to be mayor. It was a selfish act for her. Just so happens it, it, it worked out in Carter's advantage. I don't know that it was selfish. He did not want to be the mayor. No, he didn't. But he took it. He, but he, he took it right. after he was elected mayor. Right. But but she forced Henry to be the mayor. Like I was just about to ask you, so what good thing did she do? <laughs> We're at the end of the episode, and I have not. I have yet to see a good thing. Well, we're going to agree to disagree. I still think she did something good, unintentionally, but she did. Not going to agree with that statement. <laughs> Maybe time will tell. There are other episodes with her in it that she has the potential of doing something good, but I don't see it. Go ahead. I knew you got problems. Okay. (laughs) I got problems with this. Now, they're traveling the speed of light. Faster than the speed. Faster than the speed of light. But Mm -hmm. let's for the moment say the speed of light. Okay. Okay. They are going to impact the Earth at the speed of light. 
nobody feels that concerned about this. Like, if they don't get this going, we are going to impact the Earth at the speed of light. So now, I'm thinking to myself, well, what would happen if something impacted the Earth at the speed of light? So now, let's say, okay, a golf ball is about 45 grams. If that impacted the Earth at half the speed of light, the kinetic energy would be equal to 150 kilotons, 10 Hiroshima bombs, 45 grams. Okay, now at 99.9999999.1 speed of light, that's the speed that protons travel around the LHC, the kinetic energy would be equivalent to 7,000 megatons. That's every nuclear weapon on the planet going off simultaneously in one spot. Okay, that's the amount of energy. A golf ball, 45 grams. I got it. Now, at 99.9999999.7, the energy would be 400,000 megatons. That's an extinction-level event. A golf ball. They are in a Mercury-era capsule, which presumably weighs more than... A golf ball. A, a golf ball, okay? Hitting the Earth at the speed of light it would crack the planet in half. That's extinction level. Everybody on Earth is probably going to die. No one feels that concerned about it. <laughs> no. If we don't get this timing exactly right, we will Destroy ruin the this planet. And they're like, well, let's hope. <laughs> we're going to get it done. Don't worry, Henry will figure it out. That's right. So we're just going to press that button and go down the speed of light. The responsible thing for them to do is to never hit that button. Unless they are 100% sure that that device down on the earth is going to stop them. They don't feel very concerned about destroying the planet. Very irresponsible. <laughs> They're writing the show for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you. So even though you're trying to ruin it with your science, it's still one of my favorite but, You know, all that aside, Zane and Fargo are friends now. Yes, they bonded. Yeah. Yes. Bonded over the complete annihilation. <laughs> Mansfield, of course, wants to send him directly to prison. He doesn't yes. want to hear anything no about trial, it. No trial. No nothing. Nothing. Drunk driving, arrest him right now. I swear the only reason for this guy is to show up and say, arrest him, shoot him, kill everybody. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We're going to blow this town to cinders. And this is your last chance. Nothing left but a crater here. (laughs) That's it. I hate all you people. You almost destroyed the world too many times. Kevin calls and says he knows how to fix the problem. Yeah. And they can neutralize it with hydrogen. With hydrogen, yes. Yes. Because he's going to make water. Oh, okay. That's why it was raining. (laughs) Science is not my thing, as you can tell. If I were going on this mission, I wouldn't be going on this mission. All these things that went wrong, the ship didn't even take off yet. There was episode after episode after episode of things that went wrong with the ship. That should be the title of the episode. If I were going on this mission, I would not be going on this mission. Six elementary particles that make up the entire universe. Okay. Okay? That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) A dilapidated shack in the middle of the woods. He's just clueless. And he generally thought, oh, she's going to love this. Right. And maybe she would have, but not on her honeymoon. Maybe she would have if she had known ahead of time. no circumstance (laughs) in the world where she would have said, this is great. Not as a honeymoon, no. If the cabin was a legitimate cabin... (laughs) That was a, a shack. That's right. a horror right. movie shack that you stumble upon in the woods. In the woods. Where the murderer lives. Yes. What's his name? 
Nathan Stark. Nathan Stark, but what's his real name? Why can't Tony Stark's brother. Stop. Oh, I'm on? Yeah, we're okay, on. we're on. We're right, right, right. You surprised me there. <laughs> Sorry. Before I ask you what you think about it, I love this episode. And I don't want you to ruin it with your science, so I'm going to say <laughs> that I love it. Before I ruin it. <laughs> Before you try to ruin anything. The end. Thank you for listening and helping me celebrate the life of my brother. If you're so inclined, donations in his name can be made to campnerden.com, C-A-M-P-N-E-R-D-E-N.com. And you can just use Skip because they certainly know who he is. Once again, thank you for listening.